Whoops. So just as I start to push recording, that's when you decide to drop something. Yeah, big screw. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your host, James, and I am joined by Matthew. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Spaghetti-o. I don't know. Uh-oh, as in Teletubbies. That too. Um, <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's been a lot of football. Uh, Which is midweek, good. Which is good. FA Cup, Premier League, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You all right, by the way? You all right? You gonna ask how I am? You're you're always fine, and I'm always fine. God. But are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Tired and hungry, but I'm good. <laughs> well, let's get this done, and then you might be able to go and eat. Something. Well, I've just eaten. I've just eaten some chicken wings, but it's not been enough. I'm still hungry. Can you remember? Can you remember the episode where you ate a load of um? What was it? There was an episode where wine we, we were just starting. Yeah, you'd eaten like a crap ton of wine gum. Yeah, and I was I was not well <laughs> at all. And I was like, how are you today, mate? You were like, I'm not feeling too great. Oh, why is that, Matt? I'm just eating like four bags of wine gum, so I'm not feeling hey, the best. I was pushing for a sponsorship deal for us. That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> I wanted Roundtree's to be sponsoring us. Oh, no, it's Maynard. Uh, it's Maynard for wine gums. Roundtree's it's Maynard. Macro. Maynard, sorry. It depends. Oh, God, no. Did you get brand- branded? No, I've just pissed them off by calling them Roundtree. I'm never going to get a deal, am I? <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Sorry, Maynard. No sponsorships. We'll stick with Roughnecks. Yes. <laughs> um, right, so midweek things. Obviously, Fulham, they are gone. Hardly knew yet. No surprise, because they can't defend for why for money, if that's the saying. I'll go with it. Yep, can't <laughs> defend at all. They've, they've been dreadful. Like, I've uh, never known a team spend so much money and just go backwards in progress. Yeah, they didn't spend right, I don't think. And this is. Didn't have any organisation from day one, and the only way they were going to win is by outscoring other teams. And they didn't have enough firepower for that. Mitrovic has obviously yeah. chipped in with the odd goal for them, but not enough. They were, they, mm-hmm. they were never going to do that well this season. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then obviously Spurs played the first game in the new stadium against Crystal Palace and beat them two 0 But the the thing that I find really annoying is they're clearly leaving the name of the stadium open to uh, sponsorship sponsors. M- Maynard are going in there. Called... <laughs> Harry Kane's a big fan Maynard. of fruit. Um, I said it again, fruit pastels. I mean, Harry Kane's a big fan of wine gums. So, so I've heard. Oh dear! <laughs> just on his wiki page, <laughs> massive wine gums fan. <laughs> yeah, I've just edited it now to make it look legit. <laughs> But yeah, the the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is now officially open, and uh, hallelujah! Been waiting a while. Yeah, it has been a while, but looks nice, doesn't it? It it is a nice little stadium. It's yeah. not one of these IKEA flat pack stadiums. <laughs> it's, it looks a bit of architect being like architectural thought being put into it, so it's decent. Yeah. See, the th- the thing that gets me is everyone's baffled by these. You know that the pint. The pint filler things where they put the oh, cup on it. from underneath. Yeah, I've seen them loads. I don't get why yeah, everyone's suddenly like. I was um, 
I've seen him in places in here. The last time I remember really seeing it, I was on a stag doing Prague game last year, and I just remember the bar was just it was so easy. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen them quite a bit. I don't get why everyone's so like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, no, this is just moving forwards with the times. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand it, but hey ho, it's um, yeah. they've got them. So well, well done, exactly. Spurs. Um, Phil Foden and Hudson Adoy got an interesting uh, little start. Their first Premier League start, as a matter of fact. Hallelujah again. Well, the the thing that the thing that's um a lot of people have been saying is the difference between these two, because obviously Foden is loved by Pep, like he absolutely adores him, and he said openly in the post match interview that he's going to get a lot of football next season, and that he feels that he is ready to start games in the Premier League and the Cups and things like that it's just the case he's got a lot of competition in front of him Um, whereas Hudson-Odoi it's polar opposite like Sarri's sort of said oh yeah I watched like 20 minutes of his England game and things like this Um, and he just doesn't seem as bothered but is that simply because Pep Guardiola is seen to be at City for quite some time whereas Sarri he could be out at window yeah, well, obviously Pep's been at City for longer, so he'll know more about the youth players and who's come through so far and who is got the potential of coming through. Sarri, obviously, not been there as long. Well, it's but... it's not even that, is it? It's like Chelsea managers don't get long, so have they got time to be able to afford to dip into the youth ranks or not? Well, saying that, the Hudson's are starting tonight, like, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, they're playing tonight as we speak, aren't they? Playing right now, the 1-0 up against West Ham. Oh, yeah, yeah, they started tonight as well. Eden has Good goal. Good yeah, goal. yeah, I've seen, goal. I've not seen the actual goal, but I've seen uh, it blasted all over Sky Sports as it does. Yeah, it's, it's a naughty goal, like, it's decent. Mm. Speaking of being naughty, Mike Dean sending Ashley Young off. <laughs> For Mike Dean's 100th red card as they lose 2 1 to Wolves. Oh, what an achievement that is for Mike Dean. It is, though, isn't it? it? Did I get celebrated? <laughs> like, how you, he's a framed red card. Like, well, <laughs> well done. Signed by Ashley Young because he, he was really happy to be part of this memorable achievement. <laughs> Uh, it were it were great stuff. The the best thing that's happened to Ashley Young on a football pitch though is definitely when that bird shit in his mouth. That is by far the best thing that's ever happened to Ashley Young. Delightful. Delightful. <laughs> it was. It was. But now Mike Dean, 100 red cards. Good stuff. Keep it coming. Mm, yeah. Well, especially to Liverpool. Yes. yes Hashtag keep... anyone but Liverpool. <laughs> Keeping that one going. Yes. And then, of course, we've had the FA Cup semi-finals. Now... One game was absolutely brilliant, but the other one was absolutely dreadful. So we'll start yes. off with the dreadful one, which, believe yeah, it or not, it hasn't happened often this season, but Man City were dreadful against Brighton. Yeah, um, they were god-awful. They really were. They poor, 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 poor. They got the early goal when you sort of thought, oh, my God, this is going to be like double The, gate, the floodgates are open. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brighton are going to get absolutely pumped here, but... If anything, Brighton looked the better team. Do you know what? City, had, City obviously had the traditional more possession in that. Yeah, yeah. They must have, surely must have had a lot more corners because it seemed like they had about 50 corners in the first half <laughs> alone City. But yeah. um, Brighton seemed to be the better team, especially in the second half. 
the majority of the second half they dominated it. Yeah, like they were totally all over the city. Um, I forget his name. Bloody yeah. left winger for Brighton. That were causing Walker some serious. Knockout. No, it weren't knockout. It was well, well he was man of the match. Knockout got man of the match. Like I thought, Anthony Knockout had a brilliant game. Yeah, yeah, he did. But there were a left winger that were. I can't yeah. remember his name. It's a weird name. But um. Well, his career it wasn't him because he came on. He came on for. Um, who, who could it have been? I'm, I'm going to quickly have a look at it. But basically, it were causing uh, Kyle Walker some serious like issues. Um, going down left hand side, got Kyle Walker. Oh, board. it's um, Jan Herbakashash, whatever it's called, yeah, the Iranian. That, yeah. Be. Oh my God, I'm I'm going to be the expert pronouncing names. Jan Bakash, Jan Bash, Jan Bash, Jan Bash, Jan Bash. Yeah, we'll go with that. Jan Bash. Yeah, Jan Bash. But yeah, he was name, yeah. literally winding Kyle Walker up to the nines like it was unbelievable. Um, it, oh, Kyle Walker got pulled off, didn't he? Yes, because he went straight ahead, but him and sort of, it, it was yeah. a weird one. I don't know if it should have been a red or not, because it kind of did him a favour by not reacting. If it had reacted, I think it could have been a in, red card. Thing. In normal time, it looked like a red card, but the VAR, they slowed it down that much. And the fact that slightly. he never reacts in the... Uh, hand bash doesn't react at all. Yeah. You can see why it wasn't given, but it wouldn't have... It wouldn't, I don't think City could have come, really argued the point if he had been sent exactly. off. So you'd have, you'd have exactly. understood it. Yeah. But then, obviously, they brought Danilio on, and then Danilio got booked about five minutes after being on for a foul on your Kangbash. Your Kangbash. Your Handbash. I've got to be really careful when I'm saying that name. Your Gangbash. Oh, no, 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 no. Say it three times fast. But, um... <laughs> oh, dear. But no, it was. It looked really good for uh, Brighton. That's probably the best game it's played for him. Um, yeah, agreed. But City did get through somehow. Um, really unlucky for Brighton. Would have been brilliant to have a sort of, you know, non-top six oh, final. That would have been delightful. Glenn Murray. Glenn Murray uh, with lifting that FA Cup. <laughs> Used to for Carlo, obviously, but yeah, it would have been great. Oh, it would have. It certainly would have. But obviously the quadruple still stands for City. They've got the... Uh, oh, the I hope to God they get it. got the League Cup. They could get the FA Cup being in the final. Premier League's still on and Champions League's obviously still on. But yeah. do you think they're going to do it? I don't care as long as you win the league. I'm happy. Would you rather him win the league? In Liverpool, amen. Yes, hundred percent. Over Champions League though. We've still got three teams in the Champions League, haven't we? Or four? Yeah, we've got four. In the Champions League, not four. Yeah, someone else can win it. Tottenham or United can win it. Ooh, I'd prefer Spurs to win it if I'm being honest. So would I. Out of everyone so that's in I. it. But yeah. I, I still think City could honestly go for quadruple. Yeah, hey, I'm not saying, no, no, I'm not ruling it out. I'm just, obviously, I'm doing my whole bias thing against Liverpool. But um, <laughs> City are definitely more than capable of still winning, picking up the quadruple. Yeah. yeah. I think Spurs will be a real tough one. Um, And then is it is it them that go yeah. on to face Barcelona or is it Liverpool that goes on to face Barcelona? I'll be honest, mate, I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember which way around it is. Um, but obviously, there's Ajax and Juventus as well, isn't there? So... Um, we'll just have to see. It's coming up this week, isn't it? Champions yes, sir. League. So we'll just have to see. Um, and then the the big semi final game, the the most entertaining one. It felt like you remember a couple of seasons back when um, 
when you're going to say Watford, Watford beat Cardiff Leicester. in the oh it was Leicester sorry in yeah. the playoff final where yeah. Pride Eagles would be around after Peter Whittingham misses the penalty I think it was Peter Whittingham misses oh no it wasn't Peter Whittingham I keep thinking Cardiff it was Leicester I can't remember who missed the penalty but um, anywho yeah yeah, I get and the commentary went mental, and it was just absolutely extraordinary. But yeah. uh, Watford Wolves, cracking game. One at one at best semi-finals in a long time. This it was just easily. Yeah, Wolves obviously agree. dominated and went two 0 up. Doherty and Jimenez got a goal, um, and they looked comfortable to an extent. It was about the seventieth minute mark where they started losing it, and Watford really started getting back into it. Yeah. Um, Fayou though. His oh, goal was sublime. His little dink. It that was, was oh. unbelievable. Like, I just lost it. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Ruddy and Nets Hall. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, Patricio. But yeah, just, just dinks it over him. It just floats into the top corner side net in. It's like, wow. That and obviously, it... second goal skips a play and just hits it early so Ruddy doesn't get set. He just Bottom rolls corner. past him. It was a yeah. good goal. Cracking game. Like, and he, started, he came off bench as well. So Yeah. Which came on the seventieth minute, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, we're around that mark, yeah. Yeah. and it literally turned game around for him. Obviously, yeah. Deeney got the penalty as well. Which, well, I can't remember who won penalty, but Deeney scored it um, to take it to extra time, and then Delafeu slotted it in the bottom corner, like you say. But that that first chipped goal, it's sort of like oh. watching, um, you know, when you've had an injured yeah. player that's been out for ages, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're just getting back to fit, full fitness. And you chuck yeah. them in like an under-21s game. Just so like you, you go and play with them for a little bit. Get a couple of, few minutes under your belt. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got so like messy playing against a bunch of 18-year-old kids that don't have a clue what's going on. It just it just looks like that. It's like, hmm, just going to like mug you off now and just flick it into the top corner. But the skill that's actually like involved in doing that is unbelievable yeah. to just no, get it lofted perfectly from the angle that he's at as well. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Cracking stuff. It's got to be one of goals at tournament that. Yeah, easy. Absolutely easy. Therefore. But we have Man City, Watford in the final. Who is your winner? City. <laughs> I really want I Watford. Yeah, of course, I, of course I want Watford to win it as well, but come on, it's City. City should yeah. win. Should. But I did want Wolves to go through initially, but they sort of shot themselves in foot with that one. Yeah, I know. Hey ho, oh well. Right, Premier League, and we'll start with your beloved Liverpool, Matt. (laughs) Southampton hosted Liverpool, and they actually went one nil up as well. Yeah. Um, quite unfortunate that they didn't see it through, but. Salah got his first goal in nine games and Liverpool climbed back to the top of the Premier League. Yes, sir. But pressure on City because they've got to go to Palace next weekend, who did actually beat them earlier on in the season, if you remember. Yeah, I remember. So it could be quite a tough one for... uh, Especially with the the whole Champions League, FA Cup, everything catching back up to them. Could see a bit of uh, a weaker City side. We can hope... <laughs> what hope that City get beat or <laughs> no 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 I meant the other way around I knew what I meant <laughs> I'm glad Ignore you did. I was having a moment I was having a moment <laughs> I knew what I meant and a rele- relegated Huddersfield hosted Leicester um, 
you'd think it was sort of game of pride, really, for Huddersfield now, but they just got pasted again. Yeah. Um, but Leicester climbed to seventh. Fair enough, having played an extra game, but we are starting to see like small glimpses of what Brendan Rodgers is wanting from this Leicester side, and it looks good. Yeah, like well, we all said it before he was coming in that he'll bring a certain style of football that he showed at Liverpool, he showed at Celtic, he showed at other yeah. clubs in his past as well. Like so, it was just and he's getting the best out of Vardy, which is essential for this Leicester team to to push on. And obviously they've got now got back in seventh place where. Ideally, they probably that should be their target all the time. They sh- yeah, they should be the best of the rest, really. Leicester, they should be up there against like Everton and teams like that. But um, yeah. they need Vardy firing on all cylinders to be able to even go for that. Exactly, and Madison as well is really coming oh, to shape. Oh, free kick was nice. Not just a free kick as well, though. Like just it was involved in every like little attack that they had. Yeah, just his movement to either pull a defender away to play someone through. Little bit of trickery, like he, he just looks really good because he is. Because mm. he is. And Rogers even said after the game that they, they were asking, like, what he sort of thought of Madison, and he said, Didn't even know like, much about him. To start exactly. With. He was just like, but yeah, he's a lot better than what you expected. So, yeah. Good. So, hopefully, big things from Madison to come for Leicester and Rogers and England. And England, yes. Getting quite busy at the moment, this England side. There's a lot of players that are. Which is um, good. Good. It is good. It is good. But people so, play better for competition. Obviously, if we do yeah, get an yeah. injury, we've got someone else that can just fill someone's boots. But probably exactly. bar Harry Kane. But yeah, get Vardy back in it. <laughs> mm. uh, no, Callum Wilson could do a job. He's got one goal for it. two caps, one goal. So he's fifty percent for England. So it's... there you go. There you go. Mm. Uh, Palace beat Newcastle one nil. But uh, yeah. for me, both Newcastle and Brighton, more so Brighton, not necessarily as much Newcastle, but Brighton definitely are sliding down into that sort of dangerous territory. Not picked up as many points as they like to in the last few games. Yeah. You've got Southampton and Burnley who are managing to gather points together. Um, so Brighton especially could be in real trouble unless they pick up some points. Could could be, mate. Could be, but time will tell. I think Newcastle should just survive. But, just, the, um, just the Rafa factor should pull them across. Yeah. But I think maybe Brighton, I don't know, they, if Cardiff can get some decent games together, because obviously Cardiff, they got burnt. Cardiff got burnt, do tend to get the odd result now and again, yeah. which is a bit... Yeah, so Cardiff are definitely capable of still getting some quite a few more points on the board this season. I know we're running out of time exactly. for them, but there's still enough points there for them to potentially win to get them out of this situation and potentially yeah. bring another team... Swap out, so yeah. Well, all Brighton need to do is play exactly like they did on uh, on Saturday against Man City in semi-final, and I think they'll yeah. be all right if they play like that week in week out. But yeah. I don't know—is that maybe like their edge drop that they lost semi-final? Or yeah, know. they should they should be proud of how they got. And obviously they were unlucky to get knocked out by City, but they gave a real good account of themselves, so they shouldn't feel too hard hard done by. Yeah, certainly so, but. Points in the Premier League now is the focus. Yes. And Bournemouth got beat by Burnley. 3-1. But Burnley, they're on some fine form, picking up another three points. Just at the right time, because obviously before this run of form, they were dangerously low on points. But turned the screw. They've gone back to basics. They've gone back to the strengths, what they had last season. Gone back to the flat 4-4-2. 
defensive structure. Um, Dwight McNeil's obviously he's like a really good young Unreal, player for them. Yeah. Obviously, Chris Wood scored. Ashley Barnes was unlucky this game. He scored in both ends, yeah. but yeah, yeah, own <laughs> yeah. goal. But um, but no, Burnley are um, is that back to back wins they've got now? Yeah, yeah, and it's it pulled them all the way up to fourteenth as well. So it shows how close it is down there. And if Cardiff were to say beat Burnley in the next game coming up, yeah, things could get quite interesting down there. Musical chairs, mate, with league position. Yeah, uh, it's only Brighton that's got game in hand. Got yeah. two games in hand over everyone above them, and just one game in hand over Southampton and Cardiff. To be fair though, Cardiff are five points adrift, so it, uh, still, it's still it's a big ask. But yeah. we've seen it happen before. Look at Sunderland; oh, absolutely. The time they've done it. Until, what could happen? Yeah. But Cardiff, your favourite to go down. I really like Cardiff, but from the teams that are above them as well, there's no teams that are, are, I think completely deserve to be relegated, if you know what I mean. Because yeah, um, no, yeah. before Hassan Hull took over Southampton, they were poor, but obviously he's he's turned them around. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have said Southampton before Hassan Hull. Yeah. I'd have been like, yeah, they're not good enough, they need to go. But he's literally massive turnaround there, massive. But so. now... Um, Cardiff probably, well, league table doesn't lie though, does it really? You're there, you you're at where you're at for a reason. So at the moment, exactly. obviously, Cardiff deserve yeah. to go down, but it's a shame because they have had time to play some good stuff, and and they've been they've been really unlucky in games as well. Yeah. If there's a team in the entire Premier League that hasn't had decisions go their way, it would definitely be Cardiff. Yeah. There's been many a times where they've had maybe it's a last minute penalty, an offside decision, or a sending off that shouldn't have been. Definitely, Cardiff have felt the force of that. Yeah, no, I agree on that, mate. So, like you look at that Chelsea game a couple of weeks back. Yeah, man. really unfortunate there, but. Probably one of the biggest results over the weekend was uh, Everton beating Arsenal one nil. But the the real problem with Arsenal is if they're wanting to mount this serious like top four contention, they need to sort out this away form because it's just not good enough. They're just simply not winning enough away from home. because yeah. obviously they had crawled called back to Tottenham and overtook them, and obviously yeah. this result then drops them below them again. So. This needs to be more consistent yeah, because obviously the start- Chelsea winning at minute as well. Yeah. That puts Chelsea third now. It does. But obviously so... they've got the game in hand on them and the goal difference is slightly better. But it just allows United to come back in and overtake them if the results go their way, go back to United's way. It's just allowing United to call back in and potentially try and get that fourth spot. So yeah. Aye, but uh, big result for Everton. Oh, massive yeah, result. Do you think it could be a revival for Marco Silva? Because his job looked in a dangerous way, sort of January, like it's turn it year yeah, started. Man. But has he now started to win back the fans with recent results? Well, this performance alone, he completely battered Arsenal for chances. Arsenal did have more possession, like, but Everton looked the better side in this game, without a shadow of a doubt. So if they can just continue that rich vein of form, it should start bringing the fans back on side to Marco Silva. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I I really rate him. And like I say, it week yeah, in, week I know, out. I know you do. About Everton, but I, I don't know. Like the way he set up there for this game were brilliant. They could have just maybe done with another goal or two, just completely see it off. Yeah. But um, 
the way that he dealt with this was perfect. So if he can do that against the likes of Wolves, Watford, West Ham, them teams that are competing for a similar sort of spot, yeah. then they'd be a real force to they, be reckoned they've with. Got, they've got a good team, to be fair. I think they're like a strike. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not convinced about Dominic Calvert-Lewin or no, St. Tosson or whoever. But like behind them, Richardson, Sigurdsson, Bernard, who was a massive fan, and Andre Gomez is a midfield centre midfielder, is top draw. He could play for any of the team in the Premiership. I think. I think he's that good. Yeah, Gomez, he's really he's good. Top yeah. top draw player. They just need. I think they just need a proper. Honestly, they need to spend a bit of money in the summer on a strike because they've never really replaced Lukaku. So they just need. Imagine, imagine if Everton still had Lukaku. They'd be a lot closer to top six. They'd be in top Probably. six, I reckon. Well, well, the way United started this season, they'll probably still be ahead of them. Obviously, I know, I know, United have revived a bit under Ole, and they've they've fallen back slightly. But the the best, the best thing is, is I keep seeing all them things that are calling Man United sixth FC. (laughs) Oh yeah, like like national results, like Tiger all won, Bloody Bloody Manchester United. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. No, it was brilliant because obviously before Raleigh took over, they were 18 points behind Liverpool. They've had a massive turnaround. Everything's going a lot better. Still 18 points behind Liverpool. <laughs> like it was just that well, little... Well, to uh... be fair, at least always been able to keep them that distance behind them. Obviously, they've had the same results yeah. as Liverpool. So that's still an achievement itself. I know it hasn't called yeah. them back into the title picture or guaranteed them a top four place, but he's been able to hang in and not lose more yeah. space, uh, more... What's the word? More distance, more track, more whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm following. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the the other thing as well, there's only three points off top four. Yeah, I know. And all it takes is for obviously Spurs have got City coming up as well. So I mean, Spurs lose against City, United win a game, jump in. Arsenal are only a point off as well. Like literally, that top four could be anyone's. Yeah. Obviously, Liverpool and City are guaranteed in that, but. Third and fourth place is open for because obviously at the moment Chelsea are third, but obviously that's with the game they play the extra game, game in hand, yeah. yeah. So obviously Tottenham, Arsenal, United. Well, Tottenham and Arsenal can overtake United, can but United can call them back to two points behind Chelsea, so it's still a lot to play for. Obviously, like six games left, five for Chelsea, could still be a lot of tight in terms. It might go down to the last game of the season to who gets like the it could easily go. You could be looking. You could have four teams going for two Champions League spots in the last game of the season, potentially the way it is at the moment. Yeah, which would be good. Which would be which would be a delightful end to the season. And you could. I love a dramatic. End. And you could have City and Liverpool going down to the last game of the season, where fingers crossed, City take the title. <laughs> fingers crossed, indeed. Mm. But that's all the football. That's everything covered. Um, talk midweek FA Cup. Little bits of Premier League that we've had. Yeah. Obviously, uh, still one nil to Chelsea. Is it at the moment against West Ham? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah, I've not had any updates on. I've not had any updates on my phone. Well, yeah, still one nil. Last week, what we did was we said on the show we were going to start building our team of the season. We're going to pick a player each from myself and Matt and put them up to the vote for you to decide of which one of those players gets a place in the team of the season. The football foundry mm. team of the season, of course. Yeah. And last week, we put up the poll for the goalkeeper. Now, obviously, there's only two goalkeepers in question here. And that was Alison Becker and Edison. 
of Liverpool and City. And it was actually Alison Becker who edged it with 54% of the votes, with Edison only getting 46. That's quite so tight. Obviously, that means Alison is in our team of the season, voted by you lot. Yay, 100% Liverpool players so far. That's just what we need. <laughs> well, Matt, we're going to do right back next. Okay. And my nomination for right back is Matthew Doherty. This is bad. There's only like one other decent right back in this season. He plays for flipping Liverpool. <laughs> and, you've already, and you've already said Matt Doherty. So I'm going to have to go for him. A flipping Liverpool player. Brilliant. Would you like to just confirm his name? <laughs> Trent Alexander Arnold. Thank you. So we've got Matt Doherty against Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, for me personally, I'd have Doherty in there because so would I. Matt Doherty is definitely be. I definitely think he's been the best right back in the Premiership this yeah. season. Yeah, to a neutral, complete neutral, Doherty has been unbelievable. Yeah. It just come into Premier League first season, Premier League. He's got how many goals has he actually scored this season? Seven in all competitions. I think it's like, three in the FA Cup, four in the league. Yeah, like for a right back, he provides a lot, and when he's not there, yeah. it's noticeable. Yeah, so, totally agree. And I feel like Trent had a had a little stage where he was injured, didn't he? Yeah. And um, I think I don't know, li- about having James Milner at right. Yeah, back, and they sort of dealt that. with it, and it wasn't yeah. as um, fluent. Yeah, balanced, yeah. efficient, yeah. all those sort of words. But thinking of another right back, I literally can't think of anyone that warrants a place in team of the season because Walker's not been. Anything no. at his best. Nor is Trippier. Um, United, Valencia. Have they even got a right back at minute? <laughs> they need to push um, on with Dalot, I think, because they're right back yeah. to be truthful. But no, not not anyone even close for like team of the season purposes. Mm. No, I think I've, I think you should be struggling to find a third contender, to be fair. So I think it's if, probably if anyone has got a, a third contender, do give us a shout. I know a couple of people said... They wanted De Gea and uh, who was the one Leno in, but I sort of laughed at them and thought no. Um, <laughs> obviously the goalkeepers, but um, I'd have understood Tom Eaton to be fair. But Leno yeah. and De Gea—they're just obviously United and Arsenal fans, probably. Leno is a, is just a mistake waiting to happen. Like we spoke about it loads. He he looks confident when he's shot stopping. Yeah. When it comes to dealing with corners, balls into box, anything like that, he can't do it. Might as well just put Begovic in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> After his howler at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Begovic, dearie me. But yeah, there we go. We've got Matt Doherty against Trent Alexander-Arnold. And as I say, if there's anyone else that you think should deserve a spot in there, do let us know. But uh, there are two suggestions. Doherty to win now. Well, let Liverpool I, have I left really back. like him to win it. Liverpool can have left back because you can't, can't look past Andy Robertson. So let, oh, let, Matt, yeah. let Matt Doherty be right back then. It's all good. I think we're just going to have to grit his teeth, man, and just accept there's going to be quite a few Liverpool players in here. <laughs> yeah. But well, hopefully, we'll ho- hopefully we'll the people with Ugh. amazing football minds see Matt Doherty and think, you know what, he has actually been amazing this season. Yeah. So he warrants it. 
But yeah, that will be up on the Facebooks and the Twitters if you want to go ahead and vote for your favourite one. Um, well, not not necessarily your favourite one, the one that you think's done better this season. <laughs> Ideally, you yeah. Can, <coughs> yeah, you can uh, find those polls on the Facebooks by typing in Butty Foundry. Or you can find us on the Twittle. At Butty Foundry. Yeah, or you can go to our pretty little website where everything's all on there for you. www.footballfoundry.com Brilliant. And be sure to check out our partners, the Beautiful Game Network, on Twitter by typing in at BGNFM. Correct. And finally, a huge thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves. They are the official scarf supplier of the MLS, USL, and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team at roughneckscarves.com. Boom. Not main ads. For this week. Or round trees. Oh, I, I love a bag of wine gums now. You've um... Get yourself out to the corner shop hard. There's still time. There's <laughs> still time. <laughs> spa. Get out there and get some... Um, but yeah, that's that's everything from us this week. We've uh, capped everything off. But yeah. if you've not got a lot to say, Matt, we'll uh, bugger off. No, let's do one. I want some more food. <laughs> let's do one. Then you can go and eat food yeah, and we'll get your wine gums and, yeah. and all that. Amen. Right, well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. And Matt, would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. We'll be with you next week. Hashtag game one, but Liverpool. Typical. This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.